0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. So, welcome everyone. The long-anticipated, or much-anticipated, uh, interview with the man, the myth, the legend, the one himself, Daniel from Wilder House. Um, yeah, thank you very much, both Jax and Daniel, for being um, on this call today. Uh, we've been trying to get this teed up for quite some time, but we finally made it happen. So, thank you very much, boys, for being on. And this is our very, well, it's exciting for me and Jacks because this is our very first interview that's our first interview on the podcast we're looking to do these one we're looking to bring in a a good guest within certain particular fields um, to share their story and for get people to get a better understanding of not only what they're doing their business but also how you could potentially uh if you were looking to launch something in the field that our guest is doing then there's nothing better than to learn from the from the mouth itself so um we've got daniel here from wilder uh Really exciting times, man. Well, would you like to, to share a little bit about yourself for our audience? Yeah,
1: no, no worries, man. Uh, obviously, I'm Daniel from uh, Wilder House, uh, better known on Instagram as Wilder House Watches. Uh, we've been running this now since April 2019, so uh, 11 months. And on the on the basis of the name, it's it's basically named after my son. So. Uh, Last year in April, I had a, a little boy, um, and yeah, we, we called him, you know, my wife and I called him Wilder, and, and being the last name, having has so it just, it just kind of made sense, and um, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys, uh, the name originally was going to be uh, merged between two names, so I've got a stepson who's going to be uh, 10 in April, but all three of us have our, have our birthdays in April, myself, and my stepson, and my son. And the uh, the business was going to be called Wilder Heart as uh, my stepson's name is Hart. But man, that's already been copyrighted, so uh, that sort of went out the window pretty quick. And uh, I had to do a bit of a shuffle with some with some naming. And um, you know, I spoke with a, a mate of mine, his name's Alex. We we come up with uh, just naming it straight up after my first son, and um, we've been running with it ever since. So yeah, guys, it's that's about it for the naming basis and. Uh, it's obviously a privilege to be a part of this, the part of the podcast. Um, getting to know you guys over the past few months and obviously having you guys represent the brand uh, with the t-shirts and, and the watches. So um, obviously the, the watches is what I want to get out there the most. Um, I pride myself on, on the time pieces and I'll give you a bit of a, a history check on that a bit later on. But yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, Long time listener, first time
2: caller. Thanks Dan for joining us. Um, We're honored to have you on board, uh, as we've already discussed. So, could, would you be able to just tell the audience a bit on what actually made you start the brand and uh, how you started it? Yeah
1: Jax, uh, so, so basically the, the brand come about um, from obviously loving Watches, but the connection I had with my grandpa. So, um, you know, we've got a bit of Dutch and, and Balinese in our background and um, you know there's a bit of history between my grandpa and my grandma and, and, and the World War II that was on at the time. Um, a lot of the Dutch sort of merged into Indonesia and, and, and Bali and um, you know it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty fantastic story of the way my grandma and grandpa met. So um, my grandpa was um, a part of the Navy, the Dutch Navy and um, as I was saying, he loved his watches and he worked a lot with the, with the diving teams that um, they used to wear. The, the Japanese based um, quick strap uh, release watches um, so you could snap them on snap them off so as you as you go on the water the the proofing on the watches wasn't um, you know to our standard it is today so they just snap the watches off dive or they come back up with the watches back on their wrists and um, yeah growing up seeing all these drawings and him talk about watches and and all that sort of stuff to me was was pretty inspiring and um, I know a lot of people say that that they're into watches and they love their watches, um, but you know, to me, it was it was a bit more deep and a bit more into that. So um, the passion has always been there. It's just about you know finding I suppose the courage and and, and finding the right resources to create what I've always wanted to create, have the right materials, um, the mechanics, and you know even even as to to the small things like the glass, you know, the sapphire glass that you. You don't want scratched when um, you know you knock the watch, or um, you know if you're at the gym and you and you're bumping it against the weights or whatever it may be. You want something that's going to last, look good, and, and you know be captured in time, so to speak. So you know that's a, a small gist of you know my reasons and um, you know <clears throat> what I thought um, I could do.
0: So you know that's
1: that's basically it, man.
0: Yeah, really good. I, I appreciate that. I think as well, we've had a few conversations over the phone, and I just love, and I really feel like if any, I really feel like if anyone who's currently looking to get involved in any form of business themselves, it all comes down to your passion, and really with not only just business itself, but when you're just trying to. Participate in anything in life. The level of passion that you put portray and put forward to anything that you do will determine, in my opinion, the, how much success you have. And I know when we chatted over the phone, man, like the attention to detail, the passion in your voice, the um, unwavering, you know, determination for what you want to achieve with it and where you want to go with it is really second to none. And um, you with know, both me and Jacks, um, definitely, Jacks can touch on this a little bit more. We work with a lot of brands and a lot of a lot of owners. Some people like to stay behind the scenes when it comes to their their business they don't like to be known as their face of their brand and i know initially that's something that you started but now you've you know come forward and showcasing yourself as being the owner of the brand and you know posting in your products as well uh well to give us a little bit of an idea about why you decided to make that decision and do you think it's better and has it been better and has it been more successful
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good question to tell you the truth. It's something that I've uh, I I've thought about for some time whether I wanted to portray myself as as the face of the brand or whether you know um, I would be more beneficial to you know for people to align the brand with a certain person. Um, and you know to give you a bit of insight on that, uh, my wife and I we went out for dinner here on the Sunshine Coast and. Um, as we're getting um, at dinner served, uh, one of the one of the young girls, she had a watch, and it happened to be a Wilder House watch. Um, and you know, this is probably one of the most humbling moments for me. And one of the reasons I suppose I didn't really want to be portrayed as the face of the brand was um, I just complimented her on a watch and said, you know. That's a, it's a really nice watch that you have. I, you know, I really like it. Um, and the, the, watch happened to be one of my rose watches, so it's a, it's a rose gold watch with a, you know, the white backdrop on the face. Um, and listen to her passion. She just, she just sort of looked at me and she said, um, you know, uh, the, the owner of uh, Wild House Watches is only a local on the Sunshine Coast. Um, he makes awesome watches, and um, you should really check out his website and uh, i suppose for me it was a a pretty you know humbling moment um, and something that i really took in and and took home with me and you know you always ponder whether um you want to sort of take yourself to that next level or you want people to be able to align with a certain person or um, i know some brands you know the the owner will call himself the ceo or something you know to that effect but um for me it was i suppose um, being a bit more of a voice for the brand so um, I wanted people to recognize the the style of watch to the style of person that I am um, which you know about three months ago one of the main reasons I brought out the uh, the apparel side of things was you know the, uh, i'm I'm pretty creative so um, one passion of mine is is making something or, or thinking of something that's a little bit different. so um, you know the, the the streetwear thing has always been something that I've wanted to show Australia you know a certain degree of um, you know, a different side of fashion compared to the, the normal surfwear or gym wear, something that's a little bit you know, a bit more edgy and it's, it's pretty big in, a, in America and, and in Europe and, and sort of just um, you know see if we could jump on it. Um, one of the things I do with the collar and the sleeve is I, I put my signature my, my W around the collar around the sleeve so when you put it on it's that real nice fit it really hugs the body. Um, Jax, you probably know, um, being into your fitness, how well it sort of gravitates to you, and it and it, it can make you feel, um, you know, a, a little bit, I suppose, better about yourself. And and, and if I'm contributing to that, and um, people can recognise that, you know, I I want people to know that, you know, that's me, and um, you know I'm here, I'm here, and and, and trying to do something a little bit different. So. Um, Yeah, I really hope that sort of answers your question and and gives you a bit of insight to to why I'm doing what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Dan, Um, I really like that. I really like your, um, the whole theory behind, you know, how you've made this and why you're doing it. And um, just to touch base on that, yeah. Personally, just trying on the shirt, um, as you said, um, with the, you know, the fitting and that, how it actually just, it's like it's almost tailored you know to your your body like it just it it flows in whereas you know as i've said um, in the past i've shot uh, many many brands and majority of them are shirts and you know you can just tell from the tiny little things like you know the fabric to the length of it you know where how it flows around your shoulders um it makes the biggest difference in a photo and how it actually feels on you and makes you feel confident or not so yeah one thing I did obviously I haven't shot it yet but I have got the package and I've tried it on and yeah the details and comfort and the fitting is second to none so credit to you for that Um, one question I'd like to ask is maybe where do you see you do you see the brand going in the next five years yeah Jax that's a massive
1: question I mean you know um, it's hard to even understand where you're going in the next five minutes but I think for anyone listening out there if, you, if you're going to create a brand or you're going to have a business especially like a, an e-commerce business you've got to have a bit of a game plan um, i like to call it the three-year plan everything i sort of base my ideas on or um, something that i want to do is over a three-year period um i've got to say i'm pretty humbled that people have jumped on pretty early because um, this year was all about the watches and getting the, the watches out there and um you know i've I've had this sort of slogan that's been on my business cards and that is um how do you tell your time and uh and i really like the ring to it i thought you know this is something i want to work with and and it was you know i had my ups and downs don't get me wrong but it was it was such a um humbling thing to see that people were wearing their watches and they were sharing stories and they're uploading photos if you dig deep into my Instagram account, you, you'll probably see that I very rarely posted any photos myself, but it was all photos of people that had bought the watch, um, you know, through the website or, um, you know, sending me a DM on Instagram and saying, look, I really love your style. Um, how do I go about getting a watch and, and just talking them through the process? And so, you know, my first year plan, I definitely succeeded. Um, the apparel was supposed to come in my second year and um, the T-shirts obviously was was what I wanted to get out there. I really wanted to get that um, that little bit of different style out there with the with the shirts. Definitely the, the premium range is, is what I call it because it's you know to me it's a real crisp, real clean sort of shirt. Um, it's something that you'd wear if you're if you're heading out or you know you, you got yourself a a bit of a, a 30th or a 21st, even an 18th, any anything like that. It's, it's that shirt that you want to pick out of the cupboard and, and, and think to yourself, yeah, I want to look good. I want to wear this. Um, so, you know, that was that was my two-year plan, was to really bring out the apparel. And then during my three-year plan, so, you know, I haven't actually got any further than the three-year plan, um, but during the three-year plan was was to release a different type of watch and obviously digging into the apparel range, uh, just that little bit more. So um, getting out there, uh, sort of like a a matching pair of shorts and and shirt or um, matching pants to go with the shirt and sort of release a bit more of a a winter range as well. So um, I had like a, I've got this scrapbook at home and I'm always writing in it and always jotting in it. It's it's, it's like a journal in so many ways. I put dates and times. If I've got an idea, I just put it down um you know maybe out of about 20 of my ideas I only run with one of them um but you, you just got to be creative all the time it's sort of like a songwriter that you could write a hundred songs and only put 12 on an album um so I'm always in that sketchbook and and, and drawing a blueprint of, of how i want to go um you know i've got ideas um of after the three-year plan of what i want to do and where i want to be um but uh, just because it's so long away I always come back to that blueprint and I change it up a little bit and then you know it, it, there's a different path that goes with it so um, yeah to tell you the truth Jax it, it is always track changing the, the the three five year plan um, and as you know I move forward and succeed obviously I, I've got to bring that those years a bit closer together to, to what I was anticipating um, and at the same time sometimes you fail when you try and meet those criteria as well you set your own goals and and I've got to admit, there's been times I've failed. Um, it's about picking yourself back up, getting in that mindset, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna really hit that target, I'm gonna hit that goal, I'm gonna make that sale. Or I'm gonna work with this particular person. Um, and, and, you know, uh, Dom, it's so humbling talking to you on the phone for the first time a few months back and you jumping on. Um, and, and you too, Jax, obviously, me and you have been talking a, a hell of a lot longer. And um, I'm pretty sure you, before you, I even had the apparel was back when you and I were talking about the watches and that was so different. and And trying to come up with something where we could work together um so you know if you are starting a brand and you you want to make it work with the right people find that influencer and uh and just talk with them bounce off
0: ideas until you find where you fit in with them and just make it work from there some really good points there man i really appreciate a lot of coverage and just so the audience knows like we're only doing a very broad uh, conversation here it's just getting you to int- introduce you to the brand introduce to daniel so you know a little bit more about him what he stands for where the, where they see the company transitioning into you know um we'll get him on again based on feedback and how we, how everyone feels about this particular topic on how that transition took place so how he first started with the concept idea of how he wanted to start this business to where he is now the nit- the nitty the gritty all that stuff will come over time we are limited with time but i will ask you one other question mate and that is that you obviously do have this really good thriving online e-commerce business, and you do still work uh, full time, and you've obviously got a couple of little kids. You got a partner. I can manage. I can understand that time management must just be through the roof with you. And we did an episode uh, a few few weeks ago about making that transition from nine to five. So I guess firstly, one, how do you go about best you know working on such a successful business while still having all those other time restraints? And second to that, do you see yourself eventually transitioning in to be able to doing e-commerce full-time online or is it something you're always going to have on the side?
1: Yeah, look, it's it's definitely the dream. You know, everyone talks about the Australian dream or um, you know, that, that that's the dream, that's, that's the golden view, you know. So um, working, I do, I work a full-time job. So I definitely appreciate you. Yeah pinpoint in that because um, there's one thing that I promised myself when I started the business is that was, you know, family first, full-time job second, business third. Um, you, you've really got to put in perspective on your life when you've got a young family um, and it's basically anything that you do is for your family and if that means your full-time job that you're doing is number one, then, then that's number one. Um, but, you know, in the back of my mind, I've always had, you know, there's, there's no such thing... Um, in this stone age of a guaranteed career or, or a guaranteed contract or a guaranteed job there's there's no guarantees in life so you know obviously my passion for the watches um, and and definitely my artistic flair when it comes to the apparel side of things um, it's, it's always wavered so I've always had that in mind and what I've wanted to do um, and doing the e-commerce it, it was a no-brainer in the end of of, of just jumping in that deep end, yeah, it was a lot of money up front to, to give it a go, and you know obviously needed full support from uh, my wife and my family. Um, but credit given to to all of them, they they just jumped on board, they had my back, um, they've supported me the the whole way, which I think is really important is is having that support when you jump in the deep end because um, distractions can obviously deter you from the path that you want to be in, um, and they've always put me back on the right track. So. You know, leading into the future, um, you know, I still love my full-time job. Don't get me wrong, but um, obviously, when you you've done something or created something or built something up yourself, that's what you're passionate about, and that's what you want to do full-time. And uh, it's obviously about putting implications in place to, to the foundations and and, and putting the, the, the bricks and the mortar and the walls to create that full-time basis. So um, I think, you know, you know between us and, and all the listeners, I'm definitely a bit away from, from getting to that stage. Um, most of the, the turnaround, so most of the income that's coming in from the business is spent back in the business. So whether it's, it's more clothing, uh, different watches, um, putting it into um, ads. So, you know, one thing I'm looking at doing is, is, is YouTube ads. I think YouTube is a really powerful weapon um, for those listeners out there that that are wondering, is how do you get your name out there? Um, I think if you can have a short clip, you know, that lasts for 10 seconds and have something really meaningful and powerful about your brand, that's a, a really good way to get in. Um, and you know, it, it's obviously creating that that backdrop for me to to make that. So um, you know, I've got the goal, and you know, I'm striving towards it. And having the guys, you guys, behind me and the team that I've got behind me at the moment as well. Um, of, of ambassadors, man. The list goes on and on and on of the, of the people that jumped on it and, and of working you know, with me, so to speak. Um, you know, Credit to all those guys and, and girls. You, you guys have done an amazing job. So yeah, I, I do want to take this opportunity to say thank you. And yeah, Don, I, I hope that answers your question to a degree, mate.
0: Yeah, mate, it's a very loaded question. And I really appreciate your honesty, mate. I think the listeners will absolutely love just the way that you describe everything that you're doing in all stages of your life. you took out a couple of really... If you're listening there, guys, having that strong... Close support network is key. It is really key. So understand who you're currently surrounded with at the moment. Look, unfortunately, sometimes our most most beloved and their closest ones to us—families, friends, partners—sometimes they aren't most supportive of what it is that you need to do. Family and, and the close ones. Sometimes you can't remove them from your from your life, but sometimes you do need to distance yourself from them. Understand that. Understand who out there in your current circle of influence right now is supportive of where you want to be in life, the directions that you're going, and be and spend as much time as you can around those people that are supportive as opposed to the ones that aren't. So that's very, very important. Look, I think we're going to... Me and Jackson, we're obviously conscious of time. We've got one more question each that both of us are going to ask um, till we get you on again, of of course, for another time. For me, obviously, mate, you would have... (laughs) just like in any business and in life in general, you would have come up with, I don't like to say that you fail in life, I like to say that you learn lessons. So in my opinion, mate, this doesn't have to be just business related, but just in life in general, or it can be a couple from both. But what would you say your three biggest lessons that you've had to learn in life, that you needed to learn, that have progressed your life in a positive way, even though it was something that caused you to have to learn. But what's something, what's the three of those biggest lessons that you would recommend that other people need to make sure that they have to be able to do as well. So they need to learn those same lessons to be able to properly adapt and grow. Yeah, I'll definitely
1: give you two examples. So, you know, the first one I'm going to give you is, is an easy one for me and that is inventory. So if you are creating a business and you decide not to, Jump on and include your inventory, and you're keeping it to yourself, and you're trying to total up the sales that you're making. I wish you luck. Once you once you start hitting a really good stream of sales coming in and, and a decent income, um, I think I really undone myself at the very start with my inventory and and trying to keep tabs on it myself, thinking that you know I was probably a little bit smarter than than what I actually was. Um, so definitely a business lesson was was me inventory, um, and you know having to to, to talk to customers and and let them know look you know I'm, I'm actually out of this item that you purchased um, i'll have it back in store in two weeks unless you know you want something else or you want me to reimburse you um, it was really something that i had to come to terms with and and i did quite quickly um, but it was definitely a, a hard lesson for me to learn and look in life, guys, is trust and honesty uh, it's two basic simple principles um you know Obviously, when you're when you're starting to make it in a, in a career, in a relationship, or anything like that, I learned that harsh lesson. If, if you're not going to be honest, um, and you're not going to create that trust, it's not going to work. Um, you know, I've had uh, failed relationships, and 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 you know whatnot through you're know, not not um, going through with who I really am, and um, I think that's one of the one of the great things about this business is it's it's all on show especially now that i'm starting to show my face a little bit more and and every once in a while i'll I'll put a a little post up and and it will have me up there Um, it's all out there for everyone to see you know jackson and 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 don you guys can probably vouch for this every movement you make it everyone's going to see it you know on this podcast everyone's going to hear it so um the, the most you can trust yourself and 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 you know obviously trust others and let them in is, is where you're going to really reap those rewards for anything in life. So, um,
2: honesty and trust, guys. Yeah, awesome, Dan. Um, I've loved all of this. Um, I just want to finish with my last question for you. Um, what's the three biggest things you want to be known for in life?
1: Um, the three biggest things. So, uh, you know, like I'll, I'll start, so let's we'll at think at the bottom of the three. Um, and you know, to, to, so to be known as was obviously number three is probably being a successful businessman and and that jumped on that deep end and and for people to, to recognize that, you know, I was 29 at the time and, you know, having my first baby boy and, and, you know, I recently, you know, obviously taken on a a stepson and, and I I changed my whole life. I, I moved up from, from down South to, you know, the middle of Australia and, um, you know creating something from nothing that would be my number three um, my number two would you know my friends to just you know appreciate the person that I was and uh, and and number one and and the key one is for my family so um, for for them to to remember and to to see you know who I was what what I am what I stand for and you know the things that I've done and and the sacrifices I made so um, I think family, to me, is always going to be that number one. Um, yeah, man, I hope that really answers what you're, what you're going for because it's that's uh, where I'm at.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate you sharing. Again, I've said it a couple of times, but conscious of time, um, we are going to wrap up the interview there. And... Well, like I said, we are going to get him back on so we can actually dissect the business concept. Because I know there's a lot of people um, that I know I've personally spoken to, and even me myself, I do want to step into the e-commerce field and launch a product. So have a better understanding of how you go about that, where to start, who who can you learn from, some programs you can use, what software to use, like all the nitty-gritty stuff. We can go through that later on down in track, later on down the track, and uh, have some really good questions. For you in particular. So as well, guys, people that are listening, we say it each and every week, please provide us some feedback, send us some messages, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Um, we'll, we'll post the uh, the, the uh, thumbnail for this particular uh, podcast. Get on there. Follow all our Instagrams. Message us if there's anything you'd like to know within the e-commerce industry, or even how you applied. To, like we said, there's so many lessons that Daniel talked about today that was just absolutely amazing. So I hope you took a lot of notes out of that. Re-listen through this again because you know it's really, really worthwhile. But thanks very much, guys. I'll unmute you all. <coughs> unmute yourselves. Say thank you very much, everyone. Thanks, guys. I
2: really appreciate that. Um, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dom. I can't wait for the next one um, with myself and Dom and then with Dan again too. Yeah, no, I appreciate that so much, guys. Thanks for
1: for having me a part of what you guys are doing. Um, I think, you know, what you guys are achieving here and, and you know, what you guys are creating for, for other people, they're really going to take this in. Um, what you guys stand for. And Jackson, that, that last uh, segment that you did, I think it wasn't the last episode, you know, when you opened up about your steroids, um, and really, really felt that, man. And and so, you know, the more you guys open up about one another, um, Dom, you've, you've touched on you know the whole AFL thing and some of the things that you tried to do and, and not succeeded in, just just keep this up. Um, to all the listeners, I hope you guys got something out of this as well. And you know, just just remember to appreciate. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. One last thing, guys, all of you go jump on Wild House. Um, page do yourself a favor order a shirt and you won't you won't regret it
0: uh, too easy good no, night guys